0: okay welcome back episode six of the curious creator and what have we got for you today the decision on shorts i'm scrapping shorts probably going to title it somewhere around that as well so you probably would have would have got the gist of that but yeah shorts are no more on the channel for now um the power of an effective hook and how we've really spent a lot of time on the recent video and for the future videos digging into that and finally we did a little exercise this time where we focused on one person what does that mean uh, i was thinking of what the channel and what the video could do for one person you know i think that previously i've been thinking about millions of people and uh, at least how my content can get there and, and thinking of a massive audience when making it but actually It can be quite powerful to just think of one and see where that gets you. So, yeah, they're the three topics we're going to be discussing today. First off, shorts. So, yes, I have decided to put shorts on hold for the channel. Um, It's definitely not the end of shorts forever, but uh, for now, it, it is. And the main reason, really, was that one of my shorts was doing very well, which I think we discussed last week. The Casey short was doing very well in terms of views in terms of views using that as the measure i think it was up to over three hundred thousand views when i uh put it unlisted which i have done for all the previous shorts and the reason was that i was just getting a lot of messages saying like oh amazing work well done and people sharing that short being like oh this has gone viral top stuff you know great start early on in the channel and i was just getting these messages and i was just feeling nothing i was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, whatever, whatever. Like, I just wasn't interested in its performance because it was a short. And look, I'm not disrespecting anyone, anybody that's listening, a lot of you that's that are listening are probably making shorts. And I want to make sure that I get that clear. When I say I don't care about the the feeling it was giving me because it was a short is not me just, you know, thinking that and telling you that shorts are useless, not at all. But just for me, and what I wanted to make, and what I am focused on at this moment in time, it just didn't mean anything. You know, I was basically just wishing that it was one of my long-form videos that had gone viral. Uh, You know, it wasn't like it got tens of millions of views, but I just wish one of my long-form videos had broken out, uh, and really started to, to bring in a ton of views. And then I sort of realized, like, well, why am I even making shorts then? Like, why not? make the focus a hundred percent of the focus on the long form because that's clearly what I wanted and I just didn't I didn't see that I didn't see that I think being in the space there's obviously a lot of talk on shorts at the moment everyone's like yeah they're, they're crazy you need to do them you know this is how to do them look at all the numbers I'm getting and I've sort of fed into that as well I've also been given my opinions on them and, and definitely see the potential value of them for me, I just, I didn't, I didn't want it. I, I didn't care about it. And you don't have to make shorts. Like that, that's the thing. You don't have to do anything. You can do whatever you want. Make whatever you want. And yeah, I think I just got sucked into a bit of the, uh, the sort of the narrative of the space and shorts having, being such a big thing at the moment. I almost felt subconsciously a pressure to make them. But as I said, I, don't, I didn't, I don't need to make them. Who, you know, it's not going to mean my channel is going to fail. Like, yeah, you know, we might, it might take a lot more work and be a lot harder to get a video that that gets that sort of viewership that, that the short did, but if that's what I want, then it's worth putting in that extra effort. So, yeah, we decided to put shorts on hold, put everything I've got into the longs, everything creatively, time-wise, put everything into the long form and, and see what see what we can do with that and uh i think yeah for 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 anyone listening even if it's not short specifically you know you do what you want do what you want do what you want to make because that long term that's the best strategy short term yep you might see a bit of a hit in views and there might be some optimization that you're missing out on but long term is the way to think which we touched on last last week and uh i think yeah i think this is a great example of it so uh yeah shorts are no more for now Hopefully, that means the long form will will, will get better because we've got more time to put in it, both uh, from my perspective and also Tommy on the edit. And yeah, that's all on that, really. Um, Next up, the power of an effective hook. Now, this was a very interesting one because you speak to most aspiring YouTubers and they will tell you the importance of a hook. The intro. It's, It's one of those things that you become aware of and know pretty early on uh, when you start making content seriously that those first 5, 10, 30 seconds of a video are so important just given how much pressure there is uh, for viewers to click off you've got to get them hooked in, in those first 30 seconds everyone knows that I knew that but it was very interesting that when I actually started to make content the importance of that got lost and I don't really know like where it got lost I don't I don't know where it went I just look back at the the first few uploads and think these hooks suck like the intros are so off so unist so uninteresting so long so much unnecessary stuff in there and I was fortunate to realize that pretty early on just because of some pretty basic awareness of the analytics you can see from the retention, like we we're, we're getting pretty good hold after about thirty seconds, which is a great sign because that's the hard you know, that was probably the hard part, making a piece of content that people will stay and watch four, five, six, seven, eight minutes, for however long the video is. So that was a good sign. But there was such a steep drop off in the first thirty seconds. We were getting down to probably in the range of thirty percent, forty percent after thirty seconds, which is a steep drop. A steep drop for a short video and I saw it and I realized it and I realized it and then I post looking at that I sort of took a step back and went in a very self-aware mode and looked to the hooks and the intros of the videos I've made and that's when I realized I was like they're they're so off so it was a big focus for us this time around for the video that's just gone live the problem with YouTube or sorry YouTube we have a problem and it's going to be a massive focus for the uh for the upcoming videos And and what we're focusing on there's a couple of things that I'm focusing on personally. I think that the the biggest one for me that not many people speak about is the alignment between tartan thumbnail and your hook. You know, the, the sort of sentiment that you have to deliver on your tartan thumbnail straight away is pretty well understood. But I think it's much deeper than that. I think it's much more than that. And I think that you really want to make sure that whatever expectations you set within the Tartan thumbnail are very tightly matched with the expectations that are delivered in the intro. And I think that the more specific you can get with the expectations in the packaging, basically what your idea is and how you're capturing it, the easier it is to make an effective hook because you can make it very tightly related to it. So for us, we're just going to keep the ideas quite niche. And when I say niche, I don't mean that they. They can't have a big potential audience. We're still we're still going for you know big videos that have a have a big potential audience, but it's probably rather than niche, it's probably tight in the expectations that it sets. You know, particularly picking a particular topic um, and and seeing where that gets that gets us. So that's what we're yeah, that's the main thing, and I think there's a few other ta- tactical. Uh, elements when you, you are creating the hook, you know, yes, delivering on the title and thumbnail. What we're testing is within the first sentence, which I know a lot of other creators do as well, literally basically saying your title and thumbnail in a sentence uh, and doing that straight away. Looking to create a promise in the intro that, that creates the incentive for people to stay around. There's many different ways of doing that, whether it's giving people a little hint of what's to come showing people the structure so like here are the three things or basically starting a story which starts with a very captivating uh, first part there's many different ways to to set up that promise but for us we're just really focused on making sure it is it is actually set up which uh i don't think the first videos did that well so uh yeah that's sort of here i mean really it's just a a reminder for for us that the the intro is absolutely crucial it's so important and i think that we we've we, we were probably just rushing it i was, pro- I, was I was just treating the first sentence like any other sentence when really that's not the case you need to you need to really spend the time digging into that first sentence and it can sometimes feel a bit odd spending so long on such a short period of the video but those first five ten however long it is seconds of your video are, are so important so they deserve the time and yeah big focus for us let's see how it goes um and the final thing focusing on one person that's pretty ambiguous like what the hell does that mean and it's sort of like as I said right at the start before I was making videos with the entire audience in mind you know both on a channel level what I want the channel to do and what I want to make and then also on the individual video level. What am I making? Who am I making this for? Big group of people. And I think that a realization for me was actually to really bring that in. Like think of it for one person. Just like what can you do for one person? So when I'm thinking of the mission for the channel, think of what I can do for one person first and then adjust it to fit for a bigger audience, but that's massively helped. It gives you a much tighter direction. As I said, both on channel and video perspectives uh, of, of what to build gives you much more focus, makes it much easier. And one of the things that I was doing was re looking at the mission of the channel, which is constantly iterating, constantly changing, you know, with every video I'm getting a better idea of what I want to make and what people want to watch. And yeah, I did a little exercise where I just thought for for one person, what can my channel do for one person? And it basically came out of something along the lines of entertain them through a compelling story about the internet that also captures some deeper meaning. And when I put that down, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, I like that. It's cheesy. Don't get me wrong. It's cheesy, but... Just by focusing on one person, I was able to capture or articulate what I was trying to build much much easier. And yeah, that was for the channel. We've done, I've done that for the, for the videos as well. For the recent video, focusing it on one person. They can be a real person. They can be a persona. It doesn't really matter. I'm trying to think of how I did it. I don't think I was thinking of uh, a very particular person. I was just thinking of a person. I know personas are big, you know, like in the, in the marketing world. So that's what a lot of people do. They build these personas, which are basically fake people you build, you put your target audience into one person, and then you speak to that one person when you're trying to make stuff or think of dis think of, um, decisions and, and ask yourself questions about whatever, whatever it is you're making. So yeah, that's been very helpful. I think that will be a helpful exercise to, to you, hopefully. Um, Because as I said, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to think small. Like when you think, the thing is with YouTube is it's so big. If you can create something that one person is going to find entertaining, there's a good chance that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of other people that will also find it interesting. That's the beauty of YouTube. It's so big. And however niche it is, however crazy your idea is, as long as you can create something for one person, there'll often be a lot of other people that will be be there as well. So... Don't think by doing this, you're not thinking big enough. It's almost a way for you to to think of that big audience in a much more accessible, easy to understand way. And we'll see how that goes. I mean, I haven't tested that. That advice, like, that could suck. That could be the wrong advice. I don't know. Uh, I think it's definitely, it's definitely in my head made it easier to understand what we want to make and how we want to make it. In terms of the content itself, who knows? Who knows how that'll perform? I'll keep you posted. But uh, yeah, it's been a big realization for me in the the last uh, couple of weeks. And yeah, that's all. That's all. New videos live. As I said, YouTube, we have a problem. Talking on some of the issues that I think YouTube has as a platform, Uh, the algorithm, Mr. Beastification, views at all cost. Gone with a slightly different style this time, very minimalist. And really let the voiceover be more relaxed. I think that the for for the first videos it was very much a performance. The voiceover. This one, I was much more much more chilled. Just sort of let it go. The script we still scripted it, but it was a little bit more flexible. Uh, I let the jokes let the jokes fly. <laughs> some funny, some not. You'll be the uh, the judge of that. I'm really happy with with where it got where it got us i think that uh it was a big realization for for me uh, maybe the the video itself doesn't feel like a massive jump uh, from the last but for me it really does feel like a massive jump you know, from from what we re- from what i realized behind the scenes in terms of being relaxed letting my personality come out not trying to be anyone else not trying to be anything else and, and seeing where that gets us was a massive, massive realization. I think for the long, long run, a big realization, a needed realization. So hopefully you can see that, um, in the, in the content, I hope, it may, I hope it makes you laugh That's a goal, as I said, with that mission statement entertainment first, you know, some of those first videos I probably took a bit too seriously, but you know, you can still talk about serious topics and make people laugh to some degree, I suppose. Yeah, some there are some topics that you probably shouldn't try and make people laugh about. But uh, for me, I'm just talking about YouTube and the Internet. So, uh, yeah, I can make people laugh for so, once. Well, I can try and make people laugh. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. That's it. And that's what the game's all about, trying different things. And uh, now I'm just rambling. So, yeah, I'm going to call it. Appreciate you all. Thanks for the support. And see you next time.